following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Mondays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up. And this week, you can get in on the Pistons and the NBA action. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And new customers who use code HUGE when they sign up can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for just betting 5 bucks on the Pistons or any NBA game. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Mondays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by DraftKings. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together for our number two on a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings. Big week for DraftKings. You got college basketball, Packers and the Lions on Thanksgiving Day, rest of the NFL holiday weekend schedule, Michigan-Ohio State on Saturday. If you're going down to the game, join me and Soren Eagle for the biggest tailgate party of the weekend right across the street from the big house at 327 East Hoover. First 1,000 people will get a free Slow's mac and cheese meal and 21 and up a free beverage, courtesy of Soren Eagle. And if you want to register to win a pair of tickets to the game, Friday at the end of the show when I'm previewing the Buckeyes and the Wolverines from the tailgate lot at 327 East Hoover. End of the show, we'll announce a winner courtesy of Soren Eagle and the Michigan Sports Network. All you have to do is be 21 and up to enter to win the tickets. Text TAILGATE to 21000. That's TAILGATE to 21000. Text your friends. Share that on your social networks. You don't get crushed with bounce backs. And the winner will be announced. No matter where you're listening across Michigan, Marty Boer from the Michigan Sports Network tells me they'll email you the tickets Friday night. So you'll know if you got to get up early. you got to go and roll. Text TAILGATE to 21000. That's TAILGATE on a 21000. And you can be a winner. Courtesy of Soren Eagle. Just talk to Martin Flute. That's going to be a big party. Lomas Brown from the Lions will join me. Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford. West Michigan's Yamaha golf cart destination. Also, they got all the power toys you need. Drew... We'll be down. That's going to be a great day. Kathy Mason, everybody. Big party. On the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board, Michigan is a four-point favorite over the mighty Buckeyes. The winner will roll into the Big Ten title game against the high-powered Hawkeye offense. Led by Kirk Ferentz. They have a good defense. They really do. Can Michigan make... At three straight, the trifecta. It's going to be a great weekend. And then you got the high school state championships on Saturday and Sunday because Michigan State is playing the Black Friday game against Penn State on Friday. 
Now that is a good football weekend. Think about that. Lions and Packers on Thursday in downtown Detroit after that miracle comeback. Then on Friday, you got Michigan State, Penn State at Ford Field. Saturday, you have four state championship games, MHSAA will crown champions. You have Michigan, Ohio State at noon. Then on Sunday, you get four more state championship games at Ford Field because the Lions have the weekend off. I think the new slogan instead of Black Friday should be one hell of a holiday week when it comes to football. John U. Bacon, I think that could be the title of a book about this week, one hell of a week in football. New York Times bestselling author. He knows everything about Michigan. He's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? Doing very well, Big Bill. How about yourself? Good. It's kind of quiet on the Michigan front right now. I know Chris Ballas reported this morning that more player interviews with the NCAA. Nice of them to do that on a holiday week with their biggest game of the year. But uh, we all know that this investigation is moving faster than anything in NCAA history. Which still makes it very slow, but nonetheless, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably true. Well, what do you mind, Bill? I, I was around for the 14 months uh, to investigate Rich Rodriguez and his team for the 15 minutes of extra stretching per week. Mm. So I've seen the NCA at its best, and that cost a million bucks. So uh, nonetheless, I think you are right. This time they are have it on the NCAA fast track, at least, which is uh, we'll see how fast that is. Well, what do you uh, let's roll it back to when we first got wind of Connor Stallions through everything we've heard, the back and forth, the public support, the Michigan versus everybody, uh, Harbaugh and the team galvanized with Santa Ono and Board of Regents and Ward Manuel. We're going to take on the Big Ten NCAA, and then out of nowhere, the Partridge story hits. He's fired, things change course now. The Athletic reporting yesterday, and if you look at three open jobs, Raiders, Chargers, and Bears, it may never be more attractive, and Harbaugh off his third straight big year, even with the -the off-the-field issues, the NFL will be more attractive than ever before to him. I think that's all true. Um, With the Raiders, of course, the Raiders have always liked Harbaugh since he was their quarterback coach 23 years ago or so, with the great Al Davis, of course, who founded the team. Al Davis loves Jim, and now, of course, Al Davis' son runs the operation. So he'll be a shortlist candidate there, I'm sure. Of course, the Bears, there's always the history there, and that one's already been rumored. Um, so the Chargers, of course, I wanted to say San Diego Chargers, and the Harbaugh has got a place in San Diego where they lived for a while, naturally, when Jim was coaching the University of San Diego. Um, they're in L.A. now, of course. Uh, that still would have some appeal there as well. Uh, I still think it boils down to what Michigan does and to some degree what the NCAA does. I think it has more to do with what, what Michigan does than the NCAA. So we'll see. Yeah, and, and what they do, because the, the Partridge story came fast with allegations of uh, evidence or players or player, uh, you know, giving up Partridge or whatever, that, you know, Harbaugh, in the way Michigan went about face on the suspension that, there's a side of me wondering if Harbaugh will even coach another game with this team. There, there really is that thought here on how quick this story shifted back the other way. Uh, it did shift very quickly. Uh, the Connor Stallions aspect, of course, he's obviously a over, <clears throat> an overzealous, low-ranking staffer. 
any guy who writes a 550-page manifesto bill about how you're going to turn around Michigan football, the guy's probably over-eager and someone you should probably watch more carefully. Uh, but it was largely staying with him until last week when, as you say, they uh, fired Chris Partridge on Friday. Um, Connor Stallings doesn't surprise me that much. Chris Partridge did. He's someone I got to know and know pretty well. I have a great deal of respect for him, and that surprises me. To be clear, they fired him for obstructing the investigation, for telling the players basically not to cooperate, not for, um, I believe, as I understand it, not for destroying evidence. So the evidence in question would be the players' uh, testimonies that he's trying to restrain, I guess. So none of it's a good look. Obviously, I'm not trying to spin that, but just to be clear about that. Um, none of it still has gotten to Harbaugh in terms of what the Big Ten and the NCAA have reported, that no evidence links him to it. Uh, about the new captain of the ship rule bill, rule 11.1.1.1. Hope you're following me here in the deep weeds. Uh, which only passed in January of this year, so it's a new rule that has not been tested. But it basically states whether the head coach knew or not know, uh, he, show, he still shall be held responsible and accountable for whatever his staffers do, which makes sense. Uh, but that's going to, therefore, uh, attach to Jim as well, no matter what Connor Stallions, you know, no matter who he told or whatever else. So that's going to still stick to Jim to some degree. So there's this crazy, annoying scandal, to say the least. Well, and you have to remember, if, if we divide this up into, uh, it's almost like, you know, chapters in a John U. Bacon, New York Times bestselling book, that there's the Connor Stallions. Right. And then, hold on, there is the CMU. We still don't know who that guy was on the sidelines at Michigan State. That's another chapter. And then it gets Michigan versus everybody, and the Big Ten levies the three-game suspension. Then it flips back to we're going to accept the suspension and Partridge uh, is let go. And if you look at it, if you compartmentalize where Harbaugh and the, the Central Michigan stuff, no, nothing's connected to Harbaugh. Connor Stallions, no knowledge of it, but he was on his staff. And Partridge was on his staff, so technically he hasn't been penalized for anything that Partridge has done as of yet, Right. That is correct. Um, and you also point out correctly that, what, 10 days ago or so, when Michigan came out with that um, flaming legal letter, 10 pages, but it was very readable, very well written, I thought, uh, not a bunch of legalese. Either they tore the Big Ten apart point by point by point, explaining why there should be a temporary restraining order. Um, and I thought it was a very strong, full-throated um, argument there, and that I know – Definitely inspired the Michigan faithful who finally saw a president and the athletic director, Ward Manuel, who signed it, uh, defending their coach, which the previous president never would have done, I don't think. And yet, like you said, at Thursday night, all of a sudden, after they're camping the bit for the day at the court, they all of a sudden say, just kidding, never mind. And, uh, and they, they try to paint that as a win-win, but I don't know how you can spin that, Bill, because when the Big Ten wants to give your head coach uh, a three-game suspension, and of course Michigan wants zero, but they already had one at that point, and they compromised by taking all three. That's not much of a compromise. So they did get the Big Ten to stop the investigation. So now that distraction, at least, is over. But as you point out, as Ballas has, pointed, as, has reported, if the NCAA is still interviewing players today, uh, the week before your biggest game, there's no way that's not a distraction. And I saw that again back in 2009, what a distraction the Stretchgate uh, investigation was the entire season. It was just uh, a never-ending saga and it does infect your locker room. So you can certainly say Michigan brought this on to themselves, and, and perhaps they did. 
Um, but it's still going to be Michigan's going to pay a price for that, and they might also pay a price for not having Harbaugh on the sidelines this weekend. Sharon Moore's done a great job. He's obviously got the respect and affection of the players to a remarkable degree. I think it's a pretty obvious choice to uh, take that interim role, um, the temporary role. But uh, but JJ McCarthy has not been the same under Sharon Moore. Perhaps the security blanket of having a an NFL and Michigan quarterback for those games is. Uh, it's something that J.J. will miss this Saturday. We'll find out. I agree. And the team, the slow starts both games. And again, you don't have your coach. It's kind of like you got a substitute teacher. Nothing against Moore. I'm not, I'm not downplaying exactly. anybody, right. but it, it's just you're the number two team in America. You're a team right now that's right there as a favorite uh, to win it all, and J.J. just hasn't had that swagger end of the Penn State game he did when he was running off the field, but you know, Harbaugh's still with him, though. They're, they're, it's not like he's not. He's there all week except right up until game time, and he's traveling with these guys. The the Big Ten suspension rules, I, I hope if I ever get suspended, I want those rules where I can do everything <laughs> except, you know, show up uh, at the stadium. I am trying to reach Harbaugh to do a watch party with me Saturday. I think that would be the biggest thing ever. Uh, you got that one, Bill. It would be. I think your odds are about as good as my odds. But anyway. Uh, but why not ask? Why not ask? So, hey, get, get, get you yeah. know, Ford Field's taken up. What's the biggest venue I could find where you could throw it up on the screen? I know that will never happen. <laughs> well, what's going to happen in this game? Uh, so the Harbaugh lack, let's talk about if Harbaugh was there versus Harbaugh not being there, the impact you see on the Michigan sidelines on Saturday and how it relates to what you think the final outcome will be. I think it's worth at least a few points. I'm not sure if Harbaugh's absence is worth a touchdown, but it's worth three or four. And you see the line, and Vegas go from nine points to six points to three points, and that's partly based, of course, on the results against Maryland and whatnot. If you'd asked me 10 days ago before the Penn State game, Bill, I would have said, heck, Michigan is you know, a, a great team, maybe even a really great team, and Ohio State is you know, merely very good. Uh, I, would have, I would have taken that nine points and thought Michigan would take the, uh, the over of that. Um, would beat the spread. Um, but now it seems like a toss-up, basically, which essentially a three-point uh, swing at Vegas basically is a toss-up uh, when you're playing at home. So I would say that, uh, that J.J., it, it's still all on him. Uh, if he is sharp and he's the sharp the way he was against Ohio State last year and then where he's been most of the season this year, then I think Michigan's got the slightly better team and certainly home field advantage has got to count for something. Uh, but he's a little dinged up. The right knee is a little issue, I think. And, uh, and you saw Michigan look, you know, human against uh, a good but not great Maryland team. Um, and right now, Ohio State, they weren't playing that great, you know, a month and a half ago, but they're playing their best football right now. So I think you're back to what you usually get in this game, and that's a toss-up. Having said that, I would not have bet on Michigan last year at this time after they had needed four field goals from Jake Moody to squeeze out a victory versus Illinois 19-17 to at home. Uh, that was a pretty weak performance, obviously. And yet, what happened? They blew out Ohio State at Ohio State. So I'm going back to my, my standby, Bill. Nobody knows anything, but man, what a week. Yeah, what a week. And with the win, Michigan will take on the high-powered Hawkeye offense and Kirk Ferentz in the Big Ten championship game. And then uh, they should be overall number one in the college football playoff rankings if they beat Ohio State on Saturday. Georgia might have the chance to jump back up there if they beat Alabama uh, in the SEC title game. Uh, But the drama off the field has been there all season long, starting with the Harbaugh suspension. It's never gone away. 
And here we are, uh, the game on Saturday noon at the Big House. College Game Day will be there. I think Fox's Big Game crew. It's going to be an epic event uh, before, during, and after the game, especially with a Michigan win. John U. Bacon, New York Times bestselling author. Wherever you buy your books, just search John U. Bacon. There's not a bad book in the bunch. God bless you, Bill. Thank you very much. I owe you for that one, Lord knows. And I agree with you that the ratings this weekend are going to be sky high. It would be anyway, you know, top four teams, undefeated and so on, all the chips on the table. Then you throw in all the drama on top of that. Man, this is going to be the highest rated game, I think, of the regular season. John, you enjoy the game. We'll talk soon. Uh, enjoy Thanksgiving also with the family. You got it, Bill. I'm sure we talking. This thing's not going away. I'm sure we talking to you next week or whatever. So yeah, take sounds, care, buddy. Yeah, sounds good. There, there is that side of me that will Harbaugh ever even coach another game? Will Michigan be safe with the Partridge situation? Because if that's true, it moves up to another level one category that they're already fighting in regards to not knowing about the cheeseburger. But they're not going to announce that this week, right? I'm just speculating. I'm kind of reading between the lines on everything going on, and that's what we've all uh, done during this story. If you want to join in on our Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day, highlights and lowlights from Michigan, Michigan State, and the Lions. That's presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Honolulu Blue is adult-crafted cocktail. If you're 21 and up, enjoy it. Kids drink Kool-Aid. Adults drink Honolulu Blue, Blue Raspberry Lemonade, and Vodka. Look for it at your local restaurant store pub or just search Coppercraft Distillery. They'll have the store locator there. You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this. 
Winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's a Black Friday free fall every week in November. Each week, nab the best deal around with drawings from 3 to 11 p.m. Every hour, four lucky players will win up to $1,000 premium play. Don't miss a moment of the excitement. It's Black Friday free fall only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Thanksgiving week, Monday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. I hope all of you enjoy the holidays with family and friends. Don't forget, on Friday, 3 until 6, I'm broadcasting from the tailgate lot at 327 East Hoover in Ann Arbor, previewing the Soaring Eagle. Huge tailgate bash before Ohio State, Michigan, just across the street from the stadium. I'll be there live Friday, 3 until 6. Saturday morning, 9 a.m. until noon, the tailgate takes place. We'll have Slow's barbecue food trucks. First 1,000 people get a free Slow's mac and cheese meal. Free beverage courtesy of Soaring Eagle. Those 21 and up. It's open for all ages to get in. And if you want to win a pair of tickets, end of the show on Friday. We're drawing a winner with Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network and our friends from Soaring Eagle. So if you're 21 and up, text TAILGATE to 21000. That's TAILGATE to 21000. I think you can enter until 5 p.m. on Friday. And then you'll get the e-tickets, so no matter where you're listening across Michigan, you could be the winner. Text TAILGATE to 21000, and I'll see you Friday afternoon or Saturday morning at 327 East Hoover for the Soarin' Eagle Tailgate Bash. Let's go talk to Tim Stout, Stout on Sports. From the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing, you hear him weekday mornings at 10 a.m. Huge show is tape delayed weeknights at 6 p.m. How you doing, Timmy? Good, Bill. Good to talk to you. Holiday week. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, it goes, uh, again, I think Labor Day to Thanksgiving weekend goes by in like two seconds, especially with all the stories we've had off the field. We'll get to those in a moment. First, though, let's talk about Michigan State in this coaching search. I have buddies who are like, they've resigned themselves to like give it to Harlan Barnett. I don't think he'll take it. The I, I think your fans now are sobering up Spartan fans that, you're looking at, uh, I know they beat Indiana, and I give this team, the players, a lot of credit for sucking it up. Iowa, Rutgers should have been wins. They won against Nebraska, held on. I mean, you know, same thing in Indiana. But there, there's going to be a reset coming, and I think Spartan fans are tired of seeing resets. Well, I should be asking you all the questions because you pricked them, predicted them 4-8 and eight at the start of the year, and they're going to lose to Penn State and finish 4-8. and eight. I thought they'd beat Indiana – in fact, I've had them pretty close right on the money four weeks in a row. 
So people said to me yesterday, I didn't realize how much you know about state. I said, I don't know that much about state. Indiana's terrible. I figured state would somehow slop its way through that. I mean, Indiana had to play a team with 45 scholarship players and 27 walk-ons, and they couldn't beat them. Uh, I knew it would be close, and I knew somebody would figure out a way to lose that thing, which Indiana did. Harlan Barnett said today, Bill, in no uncertain terms, he wants the job and has been promised an interview and doesn't know when the interview is going to come, which leads me to believe that they will honor that. Uh, But if he doesn't know when it's going to come, that doesn't sound to me as if a new coach is going to be announced as early as Monday. Um, If Michigan State beats Penn State, that does complicate it a bit. And I think the only thing Barnett could have going for him is if they're absolutely in a quandary trying to find, you know, a replacement for, you know, for next season, one way or the other, who's going to lead them out of the abyss. But I think what everybody's finding out, Bill, in today's college football world, it is so hard to find someone, especially someone that, as you think, the fan base thinks is going to turn this stuff around right away, especially at Michigan State, because I don't think that person exists. And, and trying to identify who gives them the best shot is difficult. I think Barnett will get interviewed, but I think that's because they promised him that he would get an interview. Um, and it's possible that whoever the replacement is might retain him on staff, probably at a good salary, more than what he was making as an assistant before. I think what complicates this further are more jobs are going to open. Syracuse just opened yesterday. So that job's now open. So you've got at least six major college jobs open. And so there are going to be guys, in my opinion, I'll use them as an example, Jason Candle at Toledo, who you may think that's not maybe the guy we want number one, but if we don't grab him now, somebody else is going to pick him off, and then we're going to be left with somebody else down the line. And that often happens at many schools when you've got numerous head coaching searches. But it doesn't sound to me as if this is going to get solved early next week and I think that some of the guys like the or I think the Oregon State guys probably in the mix but he can afford to I mean if I'm all these guys I tell them to wait Michigan State's not going anywhere okay they may want you as fast as they can get you and put a deal together but you may have options Bill on a power five that's a much better you know, a much better deal. And then somebody may end up backing into this job because of the time. I mean, I think Tucker, the only reason, the only reason he ever ended up at Michigan State in the first place was because the job became open in February. If it would have opened in November, December, I don't think that ever, ever, ever would have happened. But it did. And there's always circumstances as to how these jobs get filled. So, I, I, I mean, I, like we're talking about the guys today on campus, you know, they're all in a quandary, too, because this is so difficult to identify. You know, when Nick was here, Saban, it kind of looked like it was going to be him. When Perlis got the job, kind of looked like it was going to be him. Uh, when Duffy got the job from Biggie 100 years ago, kind of looked like it was going to be him. D'Antonio even was the lead candidate down the stretch where it looked like he was a natural fit. I don't see that with this in any way, shape, or form. And it's complicated more with Barnett in there and the timing. And what further complicates it is they don't have a president yet. They may or may not be on the doorstep with this guy from North Carolina. 
but he hasn't taken the job yet. And the speculation continues since he hasn't accepted it yet to anyone's knowledge. The longer it goes, the more likely he will not come here. And then they are absolutely back to square one because reportedly he's the only guy left. Now, does that mean if he doesn't take it, Teresa Woodruff, the interim president, then they extend her another year or indefinitely, whatever. And in that case, where does she fit into the whole thing? I mean, hey, Bill, this is Michigan State. Expect the unexpected, right? Yeah. And I I tell people, even like I mentioned, some of my friends just said, you know, I'll take Barnett for a couple, three years and let them navigate through this. Because I, I believe if you're a Michigan State fan, you need to look at the strength of the Big Ten and what they're adding and what's coming. In a Washington, Oregon, UCLA, and USC, even though both of those schools seem in uh, disarray right now, Oregon and Washington are as good as anybody college football. We'll see. I, I think my buddy Mark Rasmussen just said, you know, I'll take Harlan Barnett. I just I don't want to start over again. That, that's where, you know, people are at because there was all this excitement that they're going to get Urban Meyer or every big name, which uh, coaching searches, I've been doing this 32 years on the radio, Timmy. Every fan base thinks their job is the most attractive. Lions went through it. Uh, Michigan's gone through everybody. And well, it's not going to happen. It's not. I think they would have a very difficult time with their fan base, Bill, if Harlem Barnett gets a job. I know he's a nice guy. I know he loves Michigan I agree. State. Nobody, nobody argues that. But I think there's too many people of, of influence that think if you were ever going to steal, it's one thing to start over at Michigan. Why would you do that when you're 11-0? and 0? You continue on there because what they've got in place seems to be working at least the football end of it per se. But when you're foreign, when you've had three out of four losing seasons, back-to-back losing seasons, what are you protecting? I mean, what, what, why continue on? I would think you would want such a I think there's too many Michigan State people that think we got to get out with the old and in with the new and there's too much of in my opinion too much of a sense that there is a tucker influence all the way through here that too many people want to shed completely which fair or unfair is that entire staff now usually there's one or two holdovers whether that would include barnett or not remains to be seen although i think it would you know here's the next problem they just lost a four-star back today out of tampa florida who they broke their back to get this guy this anthony Carey, out of tampa he decommitted today 50 schools won him knowing that he de- he, they finally talked him into decommitting from state. They need a guy like that. They need that running back. They need that four-star guy. So, you know, as more and more of these guys withdraw, does that put the pressure on Michigan State to desperately try to solve this as quickly as possible? Does that work in Barnett's favor? I mean, I don't know. I guess you can make a case for that. I just don't think Alan Haller is going to want to be known as I could not find a guy. I had to end up staying with our two and eight interim coach because I couldn't find anybody else. I, I just, I, I'd be shocked knowing Haller if that's the way he goes. Now, remember, he was in on the Tucker hire. So getting this one, quote unquote, right, but getting, quote unquote, right in today's world at Michigan State with the issues and the lack of players they have. I mean, imagine that, Bill. They had 45 scholarship players at Indiana, and they clearly are not going to have that many for Penn State because they've got three or four guys that got hurt in that game who are not going to play. The center, Nick Samak, he's out Barnett already mentioned that today. They've got other guys that are going to be out. And I, you have to hope 
that those guys are all going to want to play in the final game, that nobody has attrition for any other reason as well. I know Michigan's got a million issues they got to deal with, but at least they're operating from being undefeated. Michigan State, to me, it is far more difficult trying to figure out how they're going to get back to those years 10 years ago where they were in the Rose Bowl and the Cotton Bowl in the Final Four. That looks to be, Bill, like a long, long, long ways off. And that's what I mentioned with you. I don't think Barnett's going to get it, but when the excitement of, hey, Urban Meyer and the headlines, and we're going to get a guy that's undefeated against Michigan, and then reality uh, sets in, just like it did in the replacement and the quick turnaround uh, for D'Antonio. And you mentioned Alan Haller in on this, and also Alan Haller was in on disciplining, not disciplining. I, I, I just don't have a good vibe on Haller and his connection to Tucker how that carries over to this fresh start. I really, and you mentioned it, Tucker permeating throughout the program. I, I, I just don't know. And, and that's, you know, again, it goes back to when Luke Fickle turned down Michigan State, and that isn't working out right now short term with Wisconsin. But uh, there, there's, a, there's a lot of political issues with that board of trustees, with uh, the AD, with the issues they've had with previous coaches. I'm talking football. That the only defined leader... That, and I'll give Nightingale credit at Michigan State hockey, and I like Jake with baseball, but it's Izzo. It, it, you know, why, why everyone has never gone to Izzo for a blueprint on how to do things publicly and privately amazes me. Well, I wouldn't be surprised, Bill, now, if his name got presented to Izzo, if Tom would approve someone like Jason Candle at Toledo, because I think his stock is rising almost by default as some of these other names kind of fall away. Because I think with the jobs that are open, Jason Candle's going to be out of Toledo. Now, it would help him greatly to finish off and beat Central Michigan at Mount Pleasant at noon on Friday. You figure he would do that. They're a two-touchdown favorite. They would be 11-1 and with 11 straight. They should have beat Illinois in the first game. It just gave it away. They're close to 12-0. and But with the number of jobs out there, I would think that raises his stock. And does that cause Michigan State, even if by default, to look at him more carefully? I do think he's in the mix, to be perfectly honest with you. The question, again, is going to be, you know, and then another thing, Bill, is if you bring a guy in like Candle and he's the and he's good and, and all that, but if he can't do it right away, are the naysayers going to say, "See, they they got cheap. They took a Mac coach, and look where we are. We're struggling to get to six wins or whatever the case may be." When in reality, you could take any coach in the country and bring them in here and take a look at where. I mean, you've got almost no recruiting class you're going to sign December twentieth. Almost none. The portal. There's good December fourth. That portal reopens. And you know there are going to be some Michigan State players in that. That that makes this you know that makes the the core group even smaller. Then none of these assistant coaches are recruiting. None of them. The only one who's recruiting is Barnett, and he's offered a couple of Lansing area high school players of whom really no other Division One major schools are after. He's offered a couple of scholarships down the road. Whether it plays out or not, I don't know. I mean, look, the timing's tricky. It's a sensitive issue. And I can only imagine the chaos would be if Michigan has to go find a head coach in the offseason as well. Although if that happens by then, I think Michigan State's guy would be in place, so there would not be any overlap. I mean, I hear the name Fish at Arizona. I hear the Oregon State guy. I hear Candle, and I hear Elko at Duke. The one if if it's those four, if that's accurate, I would narrow that to Oregon State and Toledo. I would put Barnett on the back burner, but simply because things around here are so goofy so often. By default, 
you know, if it's just too much of a hassle, they've got to get somebody somehow and there's pressure to add him. That would be Barnett's only chance. But, Bill, I'm telling you, as I sit here, if he gets that job, there is going to be an enormously divided house who who will be discouraged beyond belief because Michigan State could not find go somebody to take this job. Um, and, it, like I say, if for any reason they beat Penn State, that's going to complicate it even more, I think. But I don't think they'll beat Penn State either. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports on the Game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing, weekday mornings, 10 a.m., TV Guy, Lansing State Journal. Huge show airs tape delayed weeknights at 6 p.m. on a.m. 7.30, the game in Lansing. Uh, quickly, before I let you go, i got about 30 seconds. Who wins Saturday, Ohio State or Michigan? I have Ohio State winning 17-14. to 14. I think it'll be a low-scoring game. I think the football gods are going to finally catch up with Michigan. I think the Harbaugh not on the sideline thing is going to make a bigger difference this Saturday than any of the other five. And I just think somehow, the, I just think the moons are lined up for Ohio State to pull out a very low-scoring game. Timmy, always good talking with you. Enjoy the holidays with the family. You too. Talk to you again soon, Bill. Stay in touch. All right, Tim Stout from... The game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing, our affiliate, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. You can join in with our Honolulu Blue. Huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft uh, Distillery. Highs and lows from the Michigan, Michigan State, and Lions football games over the weekend. You can go live statewide on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Mercantile Bank is a Michigan-based bank with locations all across Michigan. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion, offensive lineman, co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast. You can hear weekly at thewolverine.com. He does that with Chris Ballas. Skeen will join us coming up here in less than 20 minutes. Ballas. In less than an hour. And also Andrew Grassheis from the Ada Chili and Beer Festival, which is happening Saturday afternoon, December 2nd, in downtown Ada here on the west side of the state. Had over 4,000 people at it last year. Free to get in. You just have to buy food and drink tickets. Uh, Grass, as they call them, will update us on that. Uh, Friday, I'm live previewing Michigan-Ohio State in Ann Arbor from the tailgate lot at 327 East Hoover in Ann Arbor. If you're going to be down there on Friday, stop by, say hello. Also on Saturday, 9 a.m. until noon, it is the huge Soaring Eagle tailgate bash. This is going to be a big party. Lomas Brown, the lion, former lion, uh, will join me. Our friends from Impact Power Sports will have some of those golf carts down there, the huge cart and the lion's cart, Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile and Rockford on the west side of the state, West Michigan's go-to Yamaha dealer. Uh, also, all the power toys you need, uh, Impact Power Sports. Drew uh, will be down there on Saturday. It's a big bash. And on Friday at the end of the broadcast, when I'm in Ann Arbor, we're giving away a pair of tickets to the game on Saturday, courtesy of Soren Eagle. If you're 21 and up, just text tailgate to 21,000 tailgate to 21,000. You don't have to be present to win. We will email you the e-tickets Friday after the show. So spread the word uh, tailgate, text it to two one zero zero zero.
everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Save all week long with Black Friday deals at Meyer. Deals so good, you've got to celebrate. Don't miss out on deals like buy one, get one for a dollar. Shoes for the family. $59.99 Keurig Single Serve Brewer. And get 30% off select Lego play sets. Oh, yeah. Plus, get the same savings in store and online. Shop Black Friday deals at Meyer all week long and find more reasons to celebrate. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Bill Simonson here for my friends at Urban U. They're Michigan's best med spot. Now, they have multiple locations in the Grand Rapids metro area, and you'll find an Urban U location in Northville on the east side of the state. And this is a message for any guy listening right now. How often do you think about your skin health care? Well, Urban U has multiple options that could help you immediately. Whether you work out a lot, you run, your job requires a lot of sweating, you need to think about your skin health care, and Urban U can help you, hydrofacials, and so much more, or even your kids. Think about that. If your son, your daughter's playing a lot of sports and they're having trouble with their skin health care, Urban U has options that can help today. Just go to theurbanu.com to find out more. Locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and on the east side of the state in Northville. Go to theurbanu.com. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Book your stay this fall in luxurious first-class room and receive $50 premium flight, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $289 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $339 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan on the only show willing to tell like it is. Remember, if you miss any huge opinion, interview, our show, our podcast are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search the Huge Show where you download podcasts. Huge here with my good friend Lomas Brown, and together we are connecting with Drew and the team at Impact Power Sports Rockford, the only place 
in West Michigan to get the best-made golf cart on the planet, Yamaha. Now, we're a couple of big dudes, and there's going to be a huge cart. And also, Lomas, there's going to be a pretty cool cart for you connected to what you do for a living. Absolutely huge. <laughs> the kind folks at Impact Power Sports are customizing one of those carts for me right now. And as you know, man, those carts are the most comfortable and longest-lasting golf carts on the market today. And Impact Power Sports is the only place to preserve yours. So, yeah, man, it would be great to see people come out and see that. Yeah, we'll be out there at the Big House on November 25th from 8 a.m. until noon right across uh, from the stadium with our friends, from Soaring Eagle and also Impact Power Sports Rockford, the only place in West Michigan to get the best made golf carts on the planet from our friends at Yamaha. And you can also get details soon on the huge show and how you could register to win uh, Lomas's golf cart. That might be tough to get it away from you, Lomas. I know, I know it's going to look good, man. That Honolulu blue and silver, man. And like I say, how big and comfortable that is. Yeah, they might have to pry the big fella out of it. And before we go, Lomas, I know you have a few words for Drew and the team at Impact Power Sports in Rockford. Yeah, man, I'm excited to be working and partnering up with those guys. Looking forward to seeing them on November 25th at the big house. You can join Lomas and myself, Impact Power Sports, November 25th at the Big House right across from the stadium. And keep listening to The Huge Show for all of the details. Big. Bad. Huge.